Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderbilt. Thanks so much for joining me again today on our chapter day journey where we are in Genesis chapter 20. And it was verse 7 that resonated with me. It says, Now return Abraham's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you will live. Today's podcast is entitled Grace and Cancel Culture. I've been fascinated to watch the hoopla over the past several days as the latest victim of cancel culture falls from public favor. You know, when I was young, it was institutional churches and fundamentalist Christians who were bemoaned, and rightfully so, for being judgmental and ostracizing sinners. With cancel culture, I observe that the pendulum has swung to the opposite side of the social and political spectrum. Witch hunts now comb people's past with a fine-toothed comb to find any evidence of past improprieties based on today's rigid social mores of woke culture. Just yesterday, I happened upon a YouTube video of a man telling his story. When he was a young husband and father, he flatlined during surgery for 20 minutes. Now, he'd never publicly shared the story of his near-death experience until this video. His experience was a variation on the themes of stories of others I've listened to who have had uh, experienced this. One of the common themes of those who've died and returned is the experience of having their life flash before their eyes or to have it replayed in detail. The gentleman in this video was completely alone as this happened to him. He saw all of his life. There were moments that made him feel joy and nostalgia. Then there were the flawed moments, the poor choices, the tragic mistakes. I was all alone, he said, describing the moment. There was no reason to make excuses, no reason to deny it. I did those things, and I had to own it. Before crossing over, he was told that it wasn't his time, and he had other things he needed to do. So his spirit returned to his body. Today's chapter is a reprise of circumstances we encountered earlier in Abraham's journey. He enters a foreign territory, and he fears for his life. Apparently, his wife Sarah was quite a catch, even in her old age. And Abraham fears that the local king will kill him and take Sarah and everything that he owns. So he plays the she's my sister card. The local king takes Sarah into his harem which could mess up the covenant promise that God has now been making to Abraham and Sarah for eight chapters. God intervenes by way of a dream and tells the local king to send Sarah back to Abraham, stating that Abraham is a prophet and God has plans for them. God then releases the king from any guilt, and the king, in turn, showers Abraham and Sarah with gifts out of fear for God. I contemplated this story this morning, and the first thing that struck me was that Abraham acts deceptively out of fear rather than trusting that God would honor his covenant and protect him and Sarah. This is the second time he's done this. It's an obvious blind spot that is disrespectful to his wife, unfaithful to God, and could foobar everything that God has planned and promised. The second thing that struck me was God's grace with everyone in the story. God graciously redeems the entire situation. Not one of the players in this deception are judged or punished. 
the fact is that God has called a fallen human being to be his prophet. He didn't have anybody else to choose. Abraham is a dude just like me. He's given to flawed moments, poor choices, and tragic mistakes. So in the choir this morning, I'm thankful for two things. First, I'm thankful that I'm a nobody and that I'm not on cancel culture's radar. Scour my past and believe me, you will find plenty of reason to cancel me. I've been a work in progress from an early age and I'm still at it. Like the dead man in the video, there is no denying it or excusing it. I have to own it. Second, I'm thankful that God, unlike many of his self-righteous followers past and present, is both gracious and forgiving. The overarching theme of the great story is that of redemption, not cancellation. If God operated like cancel culture, there would be no hope for me. I hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.